This is your morning juice. Good morning, I'm Matthew Norton. Welcome to this Black Friday special edition of your Morning Juice. Paula Caruso was going to join us, but we had some technical difficulties, so uh, no Paula today, but I'll be here with you this morning as we go over these Black Friday deals, when certain stores are opening, and why Black Friday has now moved over to the UK as well. Hopefully you have survived Thanksgiving if you got out last night, and many people did. Hundreds of people were packed in New York City and across the East Coast and also in Los Angeles and even here in the St. Louis area. Dozens of people were lined up, especially outside Best Buy stores, to get those big-ticket items, those TVs and those gadgets that they were looking for. Best Buy, actually, and some other retailers who were open on Thanksgiving night closed or were scheduled to close at 1 o'clock this morning. Then at 6 o'clock this morning, another round of new deals scheduled to launch at Walmart and Kmart. Best Buy will reopen at 8 a.m. your local time. And then throughout the morning, those major retailers that were not open for Thanksgiving, God bless them, Nordstrom, Costco, Ikea, and GameStop should all be opening uh, throughout the morning with their own versions of Black Friday. And I don't know if uh, Nordstrom would have many Black Friday deals of any kind. Does anything ever go on sale at Nordstrom? That's a great place to shop, but it uh, can be kind of pricey, that's for sure. But at least they allow their... Their, uh, their clients, or not their clients, but their their employees to stay home on Thanksgiving like uh, businesses should. Nordstrom, Costco, Ikea, GameStop, uh, those, those um, outlets decided to keep their doors closed once again for Thanksgiving. Lots of Americans, though, are heading out on Thanksgiving. It's getting bigger and bigger. In fact, I read last night that Thanksgiving shopping is getting so big that it's taking some of the bite out of Black Friday shopping, as a matter of fact. Um, Deloitte, the consulting firm, did a study of when Americans believed they would begin shopping uh, on Thanksgiving if they said they planned to go out on Thanksgiving. About 46% said they plan to go out at 5 p.m. or earlier. 18% said 6 p.m., and then it kind of dropped off from there. 11% actually were headed out after 11 o'clock last night. So if you're just getting in and just tuning in now to your morning juice, I hope you had a good night, and I hope you got some great bargains before you get some shut-eye here. What about those who are just going out on Friday for Black Friday? Well, about 13% said they'd be heading out around midnight. Night, but the most, uh, the largest group of people, 35%, said they'd be heading out at 10 a.m. or later. So the majority of people at least saying that they are not going to get out there too early this morning and stand in line for those door buster deals. Although a large percentage, if you added them up, 9% at 5 p.m., 10% heading out at 6 a.m., uh, 7% at 7 a.m., 10% at 8 a.m. So if you added up those folks in those categories, a good number of people did actually get out of the house and get to the store before 8 o'clock this morning, but a full 35% saying they're just going to head out at 10 o'clock this morning or later. Because i got to tell you, when you work all the time, having a day, especially a Friday, in which you can actually sleep in a little bit, 
that may be worth more than those few dollars uh, that you might save on a new TV or a new cell phone or something like that. There are actually some things that you don't want to buy on Black Friday. Now, the first one, this is according to CNN that uh, looked into this issue, the first one is kind of debatable. TVs, they say, you should wait until February after the new Consumer Electronics Show is held in Las Vegas because that's when the big manufacturers announce the latest and greatest models that they're going to be putting on store shelves in the coming months. And so in February, all the stores begin putting the current TVs on sale because they need to make room on their shelves. So if you want to wait until February till around the Super Bowl Sunday time, you'll get a great deal on TVs. So that's you know, maybe the latest and greatest right now would go on sale in February. But also there are some good deals, I got to say, for Black Friday at some places like uh, Best Buy and Costco that have some good deals on TVs. Uh, actually, Costco, not so much, but Walmart, Target and uh, and even Kohl's, I think we mentioned yesterday, uh, had a $99 TV because... They, the consultants who look into this say that it's actually TVs that bring people through the doors. Those are the things, those are the door busters that get people to wait in line, those large screen, big screen TVs that so many Americans want. In fact, many Americans aren't really so enthused about the idea of 4K, also known as Ultra HD, which is supposed to be so much better than the HD TVs we have now. What most Americans really care about is the price and the size, the screen size, according to the consultants who look into this issue. Okay, so we said you may want to wait until February uh, instead of Black Friday to buy a TV. Treadmills, not something you want to buy on Black Friday either, despite all the TV ads we've been seeing in the past week or so. For those, they actually say CNN has found that you'll find better deals in December. And winter weather gear. Now, I don't know where my scarves have gone, so I'm going to have to go out today or sometime this weekend and get a scarf, at least one, because it is absolutely freezing here in the Midwest. But CNN says that if you wait until January, you'll save even more because that's when the stores are trying to get rid of their winter weather gear like hats, scarves, and gloves to make room for that spring collection. So you might want to wait until January if you can, but if you're like me and you always lose a glove or you always lose a scarf or something like that, then you'll obviously have to do like me and get out there and and get uh, get busy trying to find some sort of deal on winter weather gear. I was talking about those uh, TV deals, and I want to go back to that because I have some specifics now from Reuters that kind of did a survey of which retailer is offering which deal. Um, at Walmart, they have a 65-inch Vizio TV for $648. That was one of the big finds that Reuters found. At Target, they have a 40-inch Element flat-screen TV for a for a mere $119. That name brand, again, is Element, and it's a 40-inch. Best Buy is featuring a 50-inch Panasonic for just under $200. And as I mentioned, even Kohl's has a 32-inch model for just $99.99. But you have to be careful because some of these uh, deals on Black Friday may not be the latest, greatest TVs. You know, you want to look for the screen refresh rate. You want to look for... You want to make sure it's got 1080 HD, you know, because not just 720, uh, 1080 is what you're really looking for. So, And I'm sure a salesperson will help you out as well. So you want to make sure that you're not getting what was an HD TV or what was, you know, a good TV back in 
I don't know, 2004, 2005, you want to make sure that you get a an HDTV that's going to at least hold up for a couple of years. Um, a lot of people um, decide to buy a new TV around now or, as I mentioned, around the Super Bowl time. And what the consultants find that they do is they, they put, obviously, the big screen TV, the new one that they've got, the smart TV, in the living room. That's another thing you want to watch out for today. If you go shopping you'll want and you want Netflix and Hulu and that sort of thing embedded and available inside your TV without having to hook up anything else, you'll want to make sure it's a smart TV. So that means it can get the Internet through Wi-Fi. That's what a smart TV basically means. So look for that because you may be buying a dumb TV that's at a great price. Maybe you don't mind. Maybe you just need a a TV that looks pretty good for your kitchen or something. Or maybe, I don't know, could you put a TV in the bathroom? I don't know. I see that sometimes on HDTV uh, or an HGTV where they'll have a a screen inside the, the shower. And I think, do you spend that much time in the shower? I guess if you were a stockbroker on Wall Street, that might be helpful, though. Before you get to work, you could put on Bloomberg or CNBC and see what the prices were in Europe uh, and Asia before you got to work that morning. So maybe some people, uh, maybe that's actually helpful. I'm not sure I need a screen in the TV, though, or in the, in the I don't need a, a TV in the, in the shower, though. Also, Reuters found a deal for a TV, a Samsung, in fact, at Sears, for $599.55. But there's a catch. Uh, they found in talking to folks that the original price, which Sears is listing today, is $11.99. But get this, Sears was selling this same TV back earlier in November for $807. So they're saying that a lot of these stores try to make it look like, in this case, that you're getting a $600 discount when, in fact, basically you're getting a $200 discount, which is still good, but it doesn't sound quite as good, you know, as those uh, $600 deals. In fact, I read a story last night talking about the myths and sort of the illusion of Black Friday deals. It turns out that when, let's say, you go to your favorite clothing store and you find a Tommy Hilfiger sweater or something or a polo sweater that by Ralph Lauren, you know, that's 40 or 50 percent off. Well, it turns out, according to the article I read last night, that what these retailers have done is way back months ago, they negotiated with the designer or whoever represents the designer on what that manufacturer's retail price would be. So they want to basically play with that number because they know that Black Friday's coming, and they know that after Black Friday, the after Christmas sale will be coming too, and they don't want to, pardon the pun here, they don't want to lose their shirts, right? And people became so used to sales during the Great Recession that we don't buy a whole lot that's full price, especially when it comes to clothes anymore. As one lady said, you know, and unless the sale begins at about 40%, it doesn't even get my attention after the Great Recession, and I kind of agree with that. So what these stores have started to do is months ahead of time, they negotiate with the folks representing the, the designers to set that manufacturer's suggested price, so that'll be on the ticket, and then when they can mark it down 20% or 40% or more, they're still 
still making a healthy profit to keep themselves afloat. So it's not like we used to think back during the recession and before that, oh, the store's overstocked and they're really taking a hit this year because they really had to slash prices. That's what they want us to think. But actually, they've worked it into the process where they may not be increasing their profits as much as they were before the Great Recession, but it's... uh, it's basically steady. It's holding steady, according to one of the uh, financial articles I was reading last night. A lot of stores, of course, were open yesterday, and and I mentioned earlier that's kind of taking the bite out of getting up and getting out the door on Black Friday. Kmart was open. In fact, it was the first big box retailer to open its physical stores yesterday at 6 a.m. Best Buy, JCPenney, and Toys R Us all opened at 5 o'clock yesterday, and then at 6 o'clock last night, Target, Macy's, Sears, and Kohl's all opened, and then I think it was Walmart um, that opened, I guess, at 8 p.m., or at least they had some they had some deals that began at 8 p.m., and, oh, and I'm seeing here a note that they actually had some promotions available at 6 p.m. last night that were mostly focused on toys and home goods. One of the local news reports I saw here in Illinois was saying that Best Buy actually allowed people to go in before they opened last night, um, and, and people in the crowd would get a number. So they were allowed before it was open. They couldn't buy anything, but at least they could walk around the Best Buy and see what was available and see what they might want. That way you don't have that big stampede when they finally open the doors. And also everybody had to take a number. That way they knew that, you know, so-and-so got here first and you're just going to stand in line and you're going to wait until your turn comes and nobody's going to get into a big fight like we saw on the camera. I tell you, that seemed to go on for years and years with people, moms even, getting into fights over whatever was the latest, greatest toy that they just had to have or the video games that their son or daughter just had to have. And of course, those doorbuster deals are great for middle class and lower middle class parents because you can go in there and do a lot of Christmas shopping for not as much money, a big chunk less. And so I understand why so many people were so eager, but gosh, when it comes to a big stampede, I think we've kind of gone too far and definitely missed the Christmas and Thanksgiving spirit at that point. Speaking of the Thanksgiving and Christmas spirit, we're hoping here at Your Morning Juice that you will fill the plate of hungry kids this holiday season. For only $49, the average cost of a Thanksgiving dinner, you can provide up to 490 meals to hungry kids all over the country this holiday season and, in fact, throughout the year. You can also get holiday cards from the Share Our Strength organization and their No Kid Hungry campaign. Just go to nokidhungry.org. That's NoKidHungry.org. We want to know what you think. Tweet us at Your AM Juice to let us know how we're doing. This is your morning juice. Ah, there's nothing like a holiday weekend. Hopefully you're getting this Black Friday off today and we're able to sleep in a little bit more this morning. Welcome back to your Morning Juice. I'm Matthew Norton. Boy, there's been a great Thanksgiving weekend story that broke yesterday. Did you hear about Natalie DuBose of Ferguson, Missouri? Ferguson, of course, the place where Michael Brown was shot and killed and where the grand jury decided not to indict that white police officer. And that led to riots uh, throughout the week uh, 
in in many instances in Ferguson and protests throughout the uh, throughout the country. Well, in Ferguson, for the second time, Natalie DeBose's bakery was vandalized by those rioters, and she wrote on GoFundMe.com that uh, I'm a small business owner with a cake shop and a bakery dream. She says, first, I would like to thank everyone for their warm wishes, empathy, and support during this crazy, difficult time. I would love to write more and will try soon, but my business is so behind right now. My shop, which had its grand opening this summer, was vandalized in the riots. My main windows were smashed and bakery damaged. I'm beside myself, but with the holidays, can't stop working. I'm very busy cleaning and trying to repair my business. I'm also trying to catch up on baking cakes for Thanksgiving. I promise to update this later. I'm truly mixing batter right now. I began baking and selling cakes at local flea markets, slowly saving money to start my small business. She says, I love to bake. Well, she went on there because she was vandalized, as I mentioned, for the second time, once over the summer and then again this week. And guess what? The international community has come to Natalie's aid. As of last night, she'd asked for $20,000 to try to keep her shop open. As of last night, people around America and, in fact, in other countries as well, have donated to her $245,000. That's 7,500 people in just two days donating nearly $250,000. ABC News did a big story on her last night. And last night she took to GoFundMe.com to give us another update. She says, I must now expand my thanks internationally. Apologies are warranted as I've only had time to read a fraction of the thousands of loving and supportive messages sent to me. But a shout out and big thank you to Dubai. Japan, Germany, Australia, and the UK that I know of so far. It is a small world after all, she says. I finally stopped baking and am now having holiday dinner with my parents, relatives, daughter, son, and friends. Happy Thanksgiving, America and world. So that is just amazing. $245,000 donated to Natalie's Cakes there in Ferguson, Missouri. In fact, one of the people making a donation was Dana Hines of Canada. She donated $150 yesterday and last night, in fact, after that story aired. I'm not sure if she was watching the ABC News story or if they picked it up in Canada or if she just happened to cross Natalie's story on GoFundMe.com. But Dana wrote, Dear Natalie, my husband and I send you love from Canada. And she is also sending $150 there. Greg Cook saying, praying for you, Natalie, and he sent her $50. Lots of people on here are sending their donations anonymously. Ruth Van Horn offering $10 to Natalie saying, Hello, Natalie, your story and fortitude have touched me. Wish I could give more, but every little bit will hopefully help. Hope you have a lovely Christmas and that 2015 is a successful year for you. Ruth Van Horn contributing $10 the most that she could give, but gosh, boy, when someone's down and out like Natalie was earlier this week, any amount can help, and obviously that $250,000 is probably changing her life. So I just wanted to bring some good news as we talk about uh, Black Friday and all the craziness that goes on, and obviously so many people buying gifts for themselves today and family members too. But as we were talking about with Paula yesterday on our Thanksgiving special, seems like a lot of people go to Black Friday because they want a new TV or a new cell phone for themselves. So we got to remember those Natalies out there and also those kids who we were mentioning, mentioning through the No Kid Hungry campaign, that No Hungry Kid campaign, that there are so many out there who are really down and out because even though the recession is over and even though the unemployment rate is back down, 
wages have not kept up with inflation, so it seems like people are making the same dollar amount that they were in the mid-2000s, but it doesn't buy as much as it once did, right? Well, uh, before we wrap up here this morning, I wanted to tell you about how Black Friday has now made it across across the pond, as they say, to the U.K. Time magazine uh, has this story in their latest edition online, and they have found that 65% of U.K. retailers are holding Black Friday sales this year, according to surveys that have been done by Barclays. As they write, so nearly 400 years after the Mayflower made it to Plymouth, Black Friday has taken the return trip and officially landed in the old world. Time magazine writing that giants such as Tesco and Sainsbury's have jumped in with aggressive half-off discounts while high-end boutiques uh, have shaved 25% off for the holiday. There is some dispute over how it began. Amazon, I think the article says, took credit for the tradition beginning in 2010. Though, though Time says inklings of Black Friday sales could be found along one of London's main shopping thoroughfares called Oxford Circus as far back as seven years ago. Dan Taylor, retail manager for Duchamp London, recalls seeing Oxford Street closed to traffic and pedestrians pouring in for an embryonic version of a Black Friday sale. Quote, it was packaged as something quite different, Taylor says, as Christmas comes early. Well, it's pretty interesting because in the U.K., they also have Boxing Day after Christmas, which is another big sale day. So not only do they have to factor in their own holiday, but now because of the pressure from Amazon and American retailers and and that the U.K., shopper now expects it. They're also having to get in on the Black Friday craziness and working that into their bottom line as well. But it's not going much further into Europe, according to a consultant that Time magazine spoke with. She says, we've seen no sign of it happening in France or Spain. In fact, this consultant was asking one of her German retailers if they might consider a Black Friday sale. And she says the retailer simply replied, we are not Americans. Well, I hope you have a great Black Friday. Stay safe out there on the roads and a great weekend as well. Of course, Paul is going to be back with us on Monday morning. So have a great weekend. And until then, thanks so much for listening to Your Morning Juice. Your Morning Juice is a production of Nob Hill Media. Stay up to date throughout the day at yourmorningjuice.com.